間違ってないですよ、ね。うん、じゃあ、はあ、オッケーだね。Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer special Thursday night edition. Happy, happy Ask an Engineer. It's um, yes, it's a special night. Usually we do these on Wednesdays, but we have we had an event we went we're at yesterday, yeah. which we'll chat about shortly. We'll talk about that. But uh, never to keep it Ask an Engineer away from you for a full week. We just decided to just move it over to Thursday. So we're here now. Me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, here at the Ada Food Factory in downtown Manhattan. Oh, is, did you know that we're a um, woman-owned manufacturing business in Manhattan? You know, actually, uh, we're going to talk about that today. You don't know this because I was doing a bunch of uh, administrative management things, but uh, we got our uh, certification renewed. Oh, great. So it's official. And I know everyone's saying, like, boy, that must be great. No, it's actually not. It doesn't really do anything at all except for make us a target online for mean people who say, oh, you're woman-owned? Okay, I'm going to snark on you. Okay. So anyways, um, let's talk about all the things that are going to be on the That's show tonight. That's right. What's on the show tonight, Mr. Lady Ada? On tonight's show, the code is recovery growth. That's right. Recovery growth is the code. And the reason why it's that code is because we're going to talk about the new report that just came out supporting NYC Small Businesses Recovery Growth. Growth it's a little code. long, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Look, it's worth it for 10% off. It's fine. We're gonna, but that's the code for tonight, and Adafruit's in this, and uh, we're going to talk about all that more. Talk about our live series of shows. We do a bunch of live shows, including this one, Show and Tell. Uh, we did that yesterday, and uh, you can watch us talk about some of the things that we're going to talk about tonight on the Show and Tell. You can also watch it anytime. Time travel, look around the world, makers, actors, artists, engineers, all the things that's going on in the world and more. Main New York City factory footage, glimpse inside of making in New York City. 3D printing, we got eye on MPI, we got some new products, we got some top secret. We're going to answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, where we have a new graphic. Why? 32,000 of us. Join us. There's two different types of people in the world. People that are having fun in Discord with Adafruit and the people that aren't. Mm. Be the ones that are. All that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, so one thing I neglected to do was uh, put the new free graphic in because everything's changing really fast with us. So, uh, Lady Ada, you're going to have to wing it a little bit here tonight. Whoa. I know. Maybe feather wing it. Um, here all week. Okay. So what I'm going to do is uh, go through some of the stuff uh, that we do to pay the bills. Yes. And uh, this time we're just going to show the free section. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah. So, um, you know, use the code 10% off for all the things that we have in stock. And Lady Ada, what do people get for free as they add stuff to their cart? I'm glad you asked. When you order from Adafruit.com, we give you free stuff. When you order $99 or more, you get a free Permaproto half-sized breadboard. What do you got? Huh? 
Where again? Oh, here it is. It was here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, sorry. No, yeah. it's fine. It's a little different. Yeah. Uh, 149 or more, you get a free Stemma QT board. We have a range of different boards available. You'll get a different one each time if you make an account, because we can keep track of which ones we've sent you. If not, you're just going to get a random one. Could be the same as last time. 199 or more, 199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. It's trackable and insured, and we love that shipping. Uh, if you uh, have it shipped today, you'll still get it before um, the holidays. Yeah. And then, to, very likely, and then 299 or no. more, do it now. Uh, $2.99 or more, uh, we give you a free Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. It's our Circuit Playground board that can be used with Arduino or Circuit Python, and it has BLE built in, so it's great for making IoT projects and remote-controlled stuff and communicating with Bluetooth devices around your house. Okay. And because I want to try some new camera stuff this week, Lady okay. Hi. what is your favorite Stemma QT board, if you had to pick one? Oh, my favorite? do that. Um, Which one is it? Which I think it? my favorite Stemma QT, I mean, like, it's a Cutie Pie, but I really like the Cutie Pie boards, and I'm designing a new one right now, the ESP Cutie Pie, but I just think that um, the RP2040 Cutie Pie, I think it's, like, oh, it's just so adorable. It's such a cute little board. You heard it here first. Okay, so let's um, keep going. So we do a live series of shows, including this one, and, uh, you know, for the folks who watch the show all the time, so yesterday we had a packed day, and in the past... I would try to do everything and then still do the show on Wednesday night. And I'm just like, you know what? In this modern world, you can always watch it anytime you want. And live is special, but you know, once in a while people say, it'd be great if the show is Thursday nights because I have something I have to do every Wednesday night. And so this one's for you. But um, I think what we're going to try to do is not necessarily uh, cancel the show some weeks when something comes up, which is very rare for us. I think what we'll do is we'll just find a day that makes sense so we can do all the fun things that we'd like to do. I like to spend a lot of time on the show. In fact, it's time to up it on the show. Um, we're going to be reorganizing uh, this area and more. Um, some of you all saw green screens. Uh, our home setup is changing as well. Uh, you know, 18 months of uh, trauma and death will do that to you, um, but we're crawling out of that, and that's why, by the way, the code is recovery growth. Okay, so show and tell was yesterday, 7.30. Um, I talked about the NYC Gov event that you went to. We had the uh, cast of characters and more. Thank you, Noam Pedro, who took care of the show and tell. Next week, JP's going to be doing it. And then I think we're on the, the, the next two after that. Jessica Lady is every Sunday. Lady Ada, what did you show off in part one of Jessica Lady Ada? I have a Ooh, reminder. Okay. Um, okay, so we talked about the floppy disk stuff. We showed off the Uno Mini. Um, which we also have. And then I talked about my Feather M4, um, which I actually didn't get right. So I actually showed off what I didn't get right with it. Um, but my new prototype showed up, so maybe the next, des next desk of Lady Oda, I'll show my new fixed up version. I mean, look, you have prototypes. They don't always work out the right way first time, and that's normal. I mean, I've had boards that go through seven, eight revisions. Uh, that's not uncommon, especially when I'm learning. Um, you know, I, I, my new motto is either we win or we learn something. And in this case, I learned something. <laughs> okay. And then we do, from the desk of Lady Ada, the great search, and that's brought to you by DigiKey and AdaFree, where Lady Ada uses all our power of engineering and years of sitting in front of a computer searching for things online on the digikey.com site. What was the great search this week? Well, in honor of the Uno Mini, because we talked about the history of the Uno, and um, one of the things that was neat about that board is it came with a a USB to serial converter chip. And um, I've been dealing with an outage of CP2104 boards. I can't uh, chips. It's, it's very hard to get them. But I can get CP2102s. And so um, I talked about USB to serial converters and some 
things that I have learned in my like two decades of using USB serial converters. They're not all the same. They don't all work the same. There's a couple of things to watch out for. Um, so we chatted about USB serial converters, a, a great tool in the engineer's toolbox to take non-USB native chips and connect them to computers. Okay, JP's product pick of the week. We do that every Tuesday. We have a highlight. This was a doozy. This is a doozy and a little reminder to all your friends because there's a lot of companies that aren't electronic companies, aren't open source, aren't doing anything like that, but they're getting into what we're doing, which is you broadcast live from a product page showing off all the cool things. And then if you just hit the buy button right there, automatic discount, you don't have to do anything at all whatsoever. So, you know, it's contagious and, and that's, a, that's a word that's, that's used a lot. That's but, tough word to but, use But in days. this particular case, it's true because it works. And I think if uh, people think about what uh, good information is, good information basically is advertising and that's what our jam is. So take it away, JP, see you on the other side. Macro pad starter kit comes with the board, enclosure, keys, keycaps, and knob, as well as some extras like bumpers and screws to put it all together. I'll go ahead and plug this in with USB-C. When I'm clicking it right now, I'm just doing a, a brightening of all of the NeoPixels. You can see it's really fast and responsive. I've got uh, some of these keys hooked up to my software's camera controls, so or layer controls inside of the broadcast software. So this will switch things around as I press it, which is a really nice use for this, which is as a, as a camera switcher. I have the code that's running on the board and I also have a little separate file, which is my key map file. Here I say what color the key is. If you see here the example of key number nine here, it sends shift eight, which is the star. So you can layer up your, your macros with this. The MacroPad RP2040 starter kit. Okay, JP's uh, workshop was earlier today because, you know, it's Thursday. And uh, next week on our show, we'll have the Parsec segment that just happened today. This is the one that happened last week. So it's a little bit of a highlight if you, can get, if, uh, if you didn't catch it. Take it away, JP. For the CircuitPython Parsec today, I wanted to talk about how to do a very simple but important thing, which is serial printing without the new line. So if you're used to using serial print to the, the USB REPL uh, for your debugging or printing to a screen, one thing you'll often encounter is when you're printing out values, maybe it's sensor values or timings, the numbers kind of whip past real fast and you can't really go back and look at stuff. You can't really scroll that easily. It's a bit of a pain. Uh, so if you want to print values, but not have the print statement be automatically a print, including a new line where it goes to the next line, all you have to do is this. Change your print statement to include comma end equals and then some quotes with either a space or some characters in it. If I hit save right here, you'll see now I have numbers moving across the screen and it'll still wrap so it doesn't kind of go off to the right forever. Uh, but it means you can keep track of things for a lot longer. Uh, so I never knew this until recently. This was a, a tip and trick from the Toddbot uh, GitHub page, Toddbot's tips and tricks for CircuitPython. Uh, 
really helpful because now you can go in and take that default behavior of the new line, remove that, and even add in something, let's say a little comma now. Now when I start that, I get these, uh, these little commas between them to delimit things. So that is a really simple but effective trick for helping your serial output, and that is how you can do serial printing without the new line. And that is your CircuitPython parsec sec sec. Okay, and Friday, which is tomorrow, join Scott for Deep Dive. Friday's at 2 p.m. Pacific. Scott's working on a bunch of that bare metal type things for Raspberry Pi, mm -hmm. running CircuitPython on mm -hmm. it. It's looking pretty good. It's so cool and so weird. Love it. Yeah, we made a promise to keep Adafruit weird, keep and weird. Uh, we have to. All right, time travel. Where we're going, we're not going to need roads um, because uh, the infrastructure collapsed. Okay, so uh, time travel, let's look around uh, in the world of this week. So this week was a big week, Lady Ada. I know. It was a big week. And the reason why it was a big week was because uh, we got an email that said, hey, hey, the mayor of New York and Janelle Doris, commissioner for small business, Wants you to wants to invite you and recognize you for uh, all the stuff that you did in partnership and resiliency through the pandemic. So um, I'll uh, I'll pop to me for a second. So what did we do? Um, we uh, had to close down Adafruit. Oh, you want me to put you? No, on it's funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I could help uh, it. Hi. You want to take over? No. <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, I thought you know. So sometimes you know we we're for, you know we're kind of far away. So I thought we would try this. I don't know. Okay. Look, I had a little bit of time. Um, this is Sorry, this is very serious. Is it? Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing, though. It's actually not very serious. If we can't laugh and we can't find some joy at this point after surviving the worst yeah. that happened. So um, you got invited to this event, and it was a Gracie Mansion. And the last time we were there was Bloomberg was mayor, and uh, I was doing some stuff with Meg Magazine, and, yeah. and you came along. And it was really neat, and uh, one of the things was... Um, Bloomberg was uh, in the corner with his BlackBerry at the time. He was addicted to it. And he it. was like, and he was doing a bunch of work. But um, you could tell that he, that he was uh, really on top of the game um, as far as what he was talking about that day. Yeah. And um, when we went there, it was a really neat thing. Um, you know, we had to make sure we were vaxxed and masked and all that stuff. And here is the little plaque. This is a greasy mansion. And um, the neat thing was the speakers who we, we knew from the Zoom calls over the last few months. Uh, so Janelle Doris is commissioner and department of, uh, of the Department of Small Businesses. Kicked it off, did an amazing job. Uh, thank you, Janelle. Um, it was appointed by the mayor um, and the co-chair of the Small Business Task Force. Um, he's, he's, he was the director of the Minority and Women-Owned Business Enterprises. We're one of these. And uh, really inspiring, really great speech. Talked about a lot of things that had happened in the last 18 months. And then, um, Phil, who I like, because, you know, us Phil's got to stick together. Um, J. Philip Thompson, Deputy Mayor for Strategic Policy Initiatives, gave a great talk where we're at, where we're heading, and where we're going, and uh, was a former professor in MIT. And then Blasio came on and talked about uh, kind of big news, I guess, is during the pandemic, there was a census on population. And it was really hard to pull off. And uh, usually the, you know, the numbers are undercounted because all the stuff. But it turns out um, New York City grew, um, despite what many uh, mainstream news 
channel say. So we're coming back bigger, coming back bolder, and uh, better than before. So with, uh, with that, um, you can check out uh, some photos of Lady Ada, and this, this is where the mayor lives. And the report that came out is supporting small business recovery and growth. And if you look at it, there is an Adafruit mention in there because of all the stuff we did. Um, so what we did was face shields. We did uh, medical devices. We uh, paid our team to stay home. And then we had a small team that was working on site and we we're trying to keep everything going. And then we brought people back and we didn't need to do mandates or exemptions for vaccinations. Everyone did it. Uh, right now, only Lady Ada and I are here right now. So we're not wearing masks and we live together. But uh, when we're here during the day, and the night, if anyone else is around, we wore masks still. Because, um, like, whatever, it's no big deal. Keep everybody safe. So, anyways, this report's really good. And one of the things I really like is when they were working on this, they said, let's make sure the women and minority-owned businesses have a shot because they were the hardest hit. Um, those are the ones that closed the first, closed the most, and had the hardest recovery. And so the equality that they've added into the recovery and growth, it was really neat. We met uh, people that we've only known on Zoom talks because there was this council that Lady Ada was part of. And then, of course, um, you know us. Um, so we got this uh, thing for the team. Uh, so this is going on our, our shelf of things for the team because this is everybody at Adafruit. And I also want to say this is everybody out there watching because you got us here. Um, you know, stuck with us. You, we broadcasted from home some nights. Um, here we couldn't because I was in a, like a hazmat suit when we were starting to spray down everything. That was some of the things that, you know, in April that you do because um, no one knew anything. And uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, most of all, thank you to our team at Adafruit. Thank you to our community. Thank you to our customers. And uh, thank you, New York City, for, um, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a harsh, harsh mistress. Uh, but um, you, you embrace us. And uh, thank you so much for... for being that city that energized us and kept us going. So then um, one of the things that we decided to do is explore Gracie Mansion. And there is a payphone in the basement. We found it. Um, and we immediately tried to um, use it, but it was disconnected. I was totally excited to red box from Gracie Mansion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think when they, so we definitely are different and in, in we're weirder than most of the people there. And I think they were just like, hey, what are you doing over there? Um, and then on the walk back, um, I, I was uh, taking some photos. I guess I should tell folks, if you like um, art, um, and electronics, and you want to see some of the behind-the-scenes things at Adafruit, and uh, you're okay with uh, weirdos, uh, you know, uh, I, one of my hobbies is taking photos a little more, um, if you like photos a little more. Um, check out my, uh, my Twitter. It's uh, twitter.com forward slash Peterone. Maybe someone could put it in the chats. And uh, here's some artwork I posted today. Oh, did you draw that? Yes, I drew this. When did you draw that? Recently. Yeah. I have an iPad. You were messing that. with the, 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 I was thinking today about you, you were playing with the um, tripod. Yeah. I, I like to draw things. It's a nice tripod. Um, and then this is when we were in Boston. This is All Saints Way on Battery Street. And then, you know, little sketches here and there. Um, this is Antonio. He works at Adafruit. Uh, well, Adafruit Building, I should say. He's one of my friends. And then here's Lamore outside of Gracie Mansion. And then uh, here's Phil, the deputy mayor. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of stuff. Like I said, I like taking photos of more. This is like a thing. So if you like this stuff, uh, that's what we're doing uh, there. I put it over there because uh, I don't want to fill up the Adafruit stuff. Uh, then I have a sketchbook. Um, I, I had to tell someone who was like, oh, look at you're doing GAN stuff. No, these are actually uh, on paper uh, that I scanned <laughs> in. 
<laughs> you drink. Yeah, I get accused of that all the time. Oh, this must be GAN generated, and so then I, and I also made a Max Hedrum thing. I think I showed this on the show yeah. last week. Anyway, so that's what's going on there. So that's time travel. Um, so, uh, like I said today, we got news that our recertification. It's really hard to get certified. It's um, so hard. W- there, you know, there's no upside on the other side of this. In all seriousness, one of the reasons we do this is because we want to show that it is possible to be a woman-owned business in New York City doing manufacturing. If we don't do this, people will say, well, obviously no one wants to do it. No one can do it, so we do it. Join forces succeed together is the motto. Um, if you check out our blog, STEM Chat, Natalie and Diana did the latest one where they go over all sorts of fun things and more STEM learning for kids. So they go through a bunch of stuff that you might want to look at for this holiday season for young learners. Adabox. Um, for Adabox, reminder, it's seasonal. So we have to do winter edition. And this is going to be probably the most memorable one yet. And that's mm. all I can say about mm. it. It's a little bit of a clue. Um, if you're looking for something to give someone, go to adabox.com now because we will run out of gift Adaboxes that start in the wintertime. Um, if you sign up now and do it now, you'll probably get in. But if you don't, that will be it. And I'm not sure if we're going to uh, expand the slots. Probably not because uh, chip shortages and all that. We like, to, we like to under-promise and over-deliver. Mm-hmm. All right. Python on hardware news. Blink, blink, blinka. So this week in the newsletter, we got a bunch of stuff going on. So we're still in 710 beta 1. Um, I think you went over this stuff the last time, but um, there is like a couple of other things. We're still, we're still putting in little bug fixes. I know we just fixed um, SD card IO was, was not working quite well for some cards. And uh, yeah. yeah, we fixed some um, temperature monitor and something else on the 751. So yeah, lots of little bug fixes. We're on a little bit of a bug, bug hunt right now. Um, we're in between adding um, uh, you know, new features and new chipsets, although the S3 is also kind of happening slowly but surely. Okay. Um, then uh, news, 32,000 people in our Discord. Um, you know, in the very beginning of this Discord, uh, the it was a smaller thing, and we had joined Discord. And they were uh, definitely pushing, like, oh, cool, like, open source communities and all this stuff. Basically now it's, it's gigantic, but our... Uh, server and all the people we have, 32,000 is a lot, no matter what. And yeah. so like right now, we have almost 5,000 people online uh, doing stuff. The RISC-5 Summit was going around. Check it out. Um, this is really neat. This was um, uh, combining uh, this maker's interest, uh, Adafruit Electronics and the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers and uh, CFL Football. So check that out. All Circuit Python, all using our... Um, eyeglasses and more. And then this, when I was scrolling by, I thought this was interesting. So this is a young person uh, showing how to uh, get CircuitPython with the uh, Wii terminal. Yeah. And then like, here's this picture of Scott. Uh Oh, you think it's mini Scott? Well, you know. He have the same hair. I'm obsessed with um, Foundation and uh, specifically Lee Pace. You think that's a clone? I I think this might be one of the things. I'm going to talk to Scott later. If there's an older Scott that's doing something else, and then this is Empire Scott. You think there's like a 60-year-old and this Scott? Is, and this is uh, early AM. Yeah. Don Scott. Don Scott. So anyways. Um, okay. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to ask him about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, 
check out the newsletter, adafruitdaily.com. Sign up. Um, I think I get to steer the newsletter in a couple weeks. I promise it'll be weird. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's two bits and highlights. I like to highlight things each week. We have on circuitpython.org 258 boards. Hooray! I know. We, we passed eight bits. Hooray! And um, the thing that I really like this week is we have the PyLeap learning guide. The thing about that is it will be in the Adafruit uh, section of the App Store soon, very soon. And uh, let me just pop over to it real quick. Uh, Trevor's doing a great job with this. And uh, Tony's doing magical. a great job. And uh, coming soon to the iOS App Store, we're about to put it in there. And let me just get this out of the way right now so I can like send a link. I see this is why I want to do that zoom in thing. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Look. We do Android versions of apps, okay? But what happens is no one uses them, and there's one download, and there's like one person, but the, that person was very loud all the time, constantly in every comment. So um, we're probably gonna do an Android version. Just let us get this one out. And then when we do have an Android version, make sure people download and use it. Um, we have hundreds of thousands of downloads on our other apps, but when everyone demands Android stuff and they're mean about it, it makes it really hard on our team. Please stop doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this camera thing doesn't work. No, I think it's funny. Yeah. It's just like, but do you like how there's like a it, hand going it's on? It's just so thing? you. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. Hello. Okay. All right. Look, man. Recovery and growth. <laughs> Coach, recovery, growth. Code. Code. 10% off. We're loopy. Okay. So, um, it's been a week. Yeah, with that is uh, Python Hardware News this week. All right, Lady Ada, we're an open source hardware company. It's true. And I'll tell you why I know for sure. Why do you know for sure? <laughs> because I emailed a company that says they do open source, and they do. Um, but asking the mere question, I got called fake news. But that very same company links to all my articles. Fake news, Phil. Yeah, and uh, I just it was a polite question. I cc'd others, and I said, hey, I'm just making sure I get something right. And they said, fake news, and they're, they're getting harassed, and how dare I? So anyways, that's how I know we're an open source hardware company because when we ask people, they kind of feel bad when they're trying to be a little tricky. Fake, fake so, so don't call some open source mm. stuff. But anyways, yeah. to prove it, we have 2,592 uh, two guides. Ooh, we're um, getting close to 2,600. You're getting there. That's a nice number it's for true. you. You like that number. I'm get, maybe on 2,600, I'll do a guide about 2,600 magazine. That could be cool. How, be to how to submit an article. How to, no, how to send your photo of a payphone from Gracie Mansion yeah. to uh, 2600, because they'll put it in there. So uh, what's on the big board this week, uh, Lady Ada? Okay, this week we had a whole bunch of board guides and some updates. Um, you see some updates for um, Itsy Bitsy and Metro and uh, Metro Express, and that's because Anne and Katni have been going through and adding um, templated pages for CircuitPython. One of the things that we have in the learning system is the ability to make templates so that when we have a guide on controlling NeoPixels or um, LEDs or buttons or I squared C, we can have different images, but the text is the same or it's very, it's very close um, so that we can have very similar content because blinking an LED is very similar on every board, but customized to um, the board itself. So like if you look at multiple guides of, for different boards, but you look at their blink tutorials, you'll see what we mean. It's like most of the text is the same, but the little gif of what it looks like when the LED is blinking um, is different, and um, that means that it's a lot easier for us to maintain our content. 
Also got the KB2040 guide. Thank you, Kent, you're figuring that out. We got that pie leaf guide you talked about. Mm -hmm. And um, from Carter, we have a little true random number generator trinky. Um, and this guide is actually a little bit more about, you know, let's say you have, uh, you want a custom trinky, a custom little board that you plug in and it does something, but we don't make it. You can take our um, RP2040 trinky and then plug in one of our I2C sensors on top to make a custom one. So for example, this is a, a chip that uses a true random number generating, um, you know, trusted computing chip from Infineon and it will stream out 8-bit numbers that are truly random and um, that could be useful for cryptography or gaming or, or just science experimentation and stuff. Um, so I think we'll do a couple more little quick guides on how to make oh. custom trinkies. Now we also have these because we, we have this from last week too. So we still have all these. Oh yeah, so Melissa yeah. made a really fun uh, nunchuck controlled laser cat toy. Um, we have an update to our display text guide. Uh, now Pedro made um, super huge uh, key switches and um, you have a couple other more updated guides that we've added uh, templated tutorials to. Okay, so uh, let's do some main New York City factory footage. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. And it wouldn't be Adafruit Factory footage unless you could see the Disney building being built across the street from Adafruit now. 
What you can't uh, experience is the unending noise. It just goes on forever and ever and ever. And it just never stops. So I'm gonna save you and just describe it. It's loud all the time. And all that Disney Plus money is just used to uh, find loud things to bang them together. Okay, um, let's do some 3D printing stuff, Lady Ada. Yeah. All right, so we have two things this week. We're gonna show the giant uh, keys. Yes. And then um, we're gonna show a 3D printed Stargate. You love that. I do like me some Stargate. You are a big Stargate I fan. Liked, I liked Stargate Universe, the idea, but then that kind of ended um, Is there abruptly. a new Stargate coming out? Yeah, there's always rumors. Yeah, it's like Terminator. You can always do a new Terminator movie because you could just keep going back in time over and over and over. Yeah. Sarah Connor, watch out. Sarah yeah, Connor's Sarah kid, Connor's daughter, out. Sarah Connor's clown. Sarah Connor's watch out. Yeah, Jerry. You can Kidder. always do another one. It's okay. Okay, Likewise. play it. No, Pedro. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're making a giant macro pad with big key switches. Regular key switches are fairly small in size, but these novelty ones are about 64 times as big. We designed and 3D printed a case that allows you to daisy chain them together. This is powered by the KB2040 running CircuitPython. It's an Arduino Pro MicroShape board that's perfect for keyboard projects. It features the RP2040 with 8 megabytes of flash, 20 GPIO, and Stemma QT. It's also got an onboard NeoPixel and a USB-C type connector. You can set this up with your favorite macros and make yourself a jumbo keypad that's super chonky and really fun to use. CircuitPython makes it really easy to make USB HID projects like a macro pad or even a full-sized keyboard. You can modify the code to assign key commands and light up an LED when the keys are pressed. Be sure to check out the learn guide for a full tutorial on building this project. The castellated pads make it easy to share multiple connections when soldering wires. The KB2040 snap fits into the bottom cover and is held in place with these little tabs. Cables are routed through the holes on the side of the case so they can be connected together. The bottom snap fits to the case with a cutout for access to the board's USB-C port. With the cables installed, the big key switches can then be press fitted into the top of the case. Additional switches can be chained together with the T-slot connectors on the side of the case. The cables can then be routed through the case and plug into the terminals with these quick connects. You can optionally wire up a 10mm LED that fits right into the switch's built-in LED holder. We had a lot of fun making this and hope it inspires you to check out Adafruit's KB2040 and CircuitPython. Thanks for watching and be sure to subscribe for more keyboard projects from Adafruit.
Save me Teal'c. Okay, so um, 3D Hangouts is every Wednesday with Noam Pedro. Check that out. Normally I would say same day as these shows, but you know, we're doing a weird Thursday thing for us, but Wednesday it's coming up. Let's uh, do IMPI, right? Mm-hmm. Hi, IMPI. This week's INMPI, brought to you by DigiKey Native Fruit, is from? Cruzet. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the video, of course, I've forgotten already. But um, Cruzet makes um, mechatronic and electronic control stuff. And, you know, it's interesting. We haven't yet um, put a PLC on INMPI because usually they're, like, massive and they're expensive and, and they're complicated. I'm like, what would I use this for? Um, but I saw these adorable, uh, you know, slim-style PLCs. And I was like, this is so cute. And I'm a sucker for anything cute um, and electronic. So I picked one up. Um, so these are like the tiniest. They're basically, you know, the size of a, um, like a fuse holder, basically. It's a tiny little logic controller um, with four inputs and four outputs. Uh, and you can run off of uh, 24 volts or 120 or, you know, AC voltage or 240 AC voltage. And um, inside is logic that you can program. And what's interesting about PLCs is, you know, when you first, you know, especially if you come from microcontrollers and you look at a PLC and you're kind of like, well, why don't I just use, you know, a microcontroller for this? What's, what's the big deal if it's just taking two inputs and ending them and then counting them? Why not just um, use it? You know, why am I buying a thing for a hundred bucks? Why am I not using something that's, you know, a $5 microcontroller board? And this is the reason. Um, so all of these certifications that um, there's so many of them that they don't even fit on the screen legibly. Um, th this has them. It's UL certified. It's um, you know IP rated. It's um, tested. It's assured. It's uh, reliable electronics. And for automation, um, you really need something that is reliable and will run um, continuously forever without um, even a little bit of dust getting it damaged or um, you know uh, misprogrammed bootloader. Um, you know, brown out, you know, erasing all the flash. So um, these are, you know, meant for automation, but I think they could also be used, you know, at, at this size and cost for, uh, you know, other robotics and, um, you know, home automation and robotic automation, automation type projects. So one thing that is um, neat about this one is it's Bluetooth programmable, which is, which is interesting. I, I remember seeing PLCs that were UR programmable, but this one actually uses um, a Bluetooth dongle. Now, it's a, I looked up the VID, it's actually a, a Blue Giga, which means that it's the Bluetooth dongle, yes, it's Bluetooth, but it's like Bluetooth to like your, basically, like you connect to it over USB, but it presents itself as a COM port. And that's actually really good because Native USB is like a real pain to program on every platform. Um, and by using a, basically UART to Bluetooth, it, it'll work under emulation, it'll work like under Windows 7, it'll work under Windows XP, it'll work under Windows 10, 11, whatever. You don't have to worry about um, you know, weird signed drivers or native Bluetooth implementations. You're literally just sending UART data through the program they give you. Um, so I think that was actually pretty wise. I've, I've noticed, um, you know, a lot of companies that have Bluetooth programmability, they just go with these Blue Giga dongles because they are um, very simple. Okay. Um, so when you program it, first off, you know, I tried this myself. I downloaded their uh, programming software for the PLC, plugged in the dongle, and it just worked. It detected the COM port just fine. It detected the device just fine. And then when you connect to it, you get this kind of like, again, I've never really used these, so it's kind of interesting because it's like, it's like flow programming. Um, but like everything happens at once, so it's kind of like a cross between left FPGA, CPLDs, um, and you know block-based programming. So at the top, 
Um, you can see it says like logic and, um, you know, you know, math and whatever at the top. Um, you can select different tools. So like here I selected logic so you can see there's like AND gates and NOR gates and inverters and whatever. And then I think I clicked on control and you can see there's like counters and analog inputs and filters and, and you know, some of these are very simple. They're like basic logic inverters and some of them are a lot more complicated. Like you can have timers and you know, PID loops um, and uh, incrementers and dividers and, and you, know, it, you can have fairly good complex um, user interfaces. And again, one of the nice things about PLCs is that everything kind of runs at the same time. Um, so you don't have to worry about logic flow control as much because it's all kind of like instantaneous. It's not meant for complicated programming situations. Um, you know, there's like no Wi-Fi interface here, JSON parsing, but it's really good for like, take some inputs, process them, and then give you outputs um, without having to worry about, um, uh, you know, cross-contamination of, of, of logic streams. Um, okay, so after you, you know, design your program, you can save it, you can compile it, and then you upload it over Bluetooth, and yeah, it worked, um, it works just fine, it's kind of cool. Um, so if you, you know, you can program it and debug it all over BLE um, whenever you, um, you know, want to upload new code, and you can also password protect it uh, so people can't download it or reprogram it. Um, another thing that was interesting is because this PLC does not have a LCD or TFT display, you might be wondering, okay, what if I want to get debug output or I want to like, you know, there's a count output and I want to see the count or I want to do another other analysis. Well, all, again, over Bluetooth, what's really nice, you can use an app um, to do the debug and interface, um, debug and, and user interface when needed, right? Because a lot of PLCs, they you're not constantly pressing the buttons and um, reading the output. It's only for like when you're doing the analysis and debugging. And so you can basically download the app for iOS or Android, install it on your computer, and then you can see like this simulated um, LCD output and you have button inputs as well. So you can do diagnostic checking and download data logs um, and stuff like that. So I think what I thought was really neat about this is like I've never really done anything with PLCs, but I was actually able to get going and, and get it working quite quickly. And um, it was kind of shocking to me how easy it was. So I think that even though this is uh, a very cute, adorable little um, PLC, it could be also really handy for anyone uh, who's doing either advanced stuff and just doesn't need a lot of inputs and outputs, only four inputs, four outputs. But if you're also just like, hey, I wanna learn about PLCs and build something at home, just practice with a PLC to get that kind of training, um, which again, in, in you know, when I went to college, there was no course for it. So if I want to learn this stuff, I would DIY it. Um, pick up the BLE dongle and the PLC and you can just play around at home, um, just like automating stuff in your room, right? To, to play around with the relay inputs and outputs, uh, analog inputs and PWM and just see what it's like. And then you can see the, um, the debug output, diagnostic output on your phone. Available on DigiKey. It's in stock. And it's in stock, which is the thing that's great. Um, DigiKey.com forward slash short slash ZT78W55V, and you can also search for it by typing in 966-889-3801ND, and you can also just type in the words. Cruze CB8R, which is the name of this. Maybe I'll show it really fast on the Show it really fast, and we have a two minute and 45 second video that you wanted me to play. Yeah, 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 so I'll just show it, just to show how the sizing. So this is it, and these are the, the four inputs. 
uh, this is power. You power it from uh, 24 volts. But yeah, you can see it's like, you, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I need, I need it to be UL certified and I need it to be, you know, certified in every country. Um, it's made in France. It's got the BLE Mac on the outside. And then here's the relay outputs, um, six amps a piece. It looks like six or eight amps at uh, 25 See, and then there's um, LEDs for power and Bluetooth. And it's just like so cute. You could uh, panel mount it with these two bolts or you can um, DIN rail mount it. So you can see the, the DIN rail slots here. So a very um, elegant and beautiful little controller. All right, um, we're gonna play the video and then we'll wrap up IMPI and we're gonna go to new products after that. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Robert and welcome to the Cruze Tech Lab. Today, I have the opportunity to introduce you to one of the most exciting and revolutionary products in the small-scale automation market. It's Cruze's Millennium Slim. So simply put, a logic controller is the brain of your application. It takes inputs, which are wired here, and within the logic controller, they're gonna process instructions and send those instructions in the terms of a signal to an output. Cruze specializes in making logic controllers that are easy to use, easy to program, and are favored by both experts and beginners. And Millennium Slim represents the latest in Cruze's innovative line of Millennium controllers. Millennium Slim is the only internationally recognized industrial grade logic controller in such a narrow package size. In fact, it's 17.5 millimeters narrow. It's the same as a timer relay in its profile, and it literally can fit in your pocket. This means you can put logic control in almost any application anywhere, and it's easy to mount too. You have two options. There's a DIN rail mounting feature. You can see those features here or you can see screw holes here, and that allows you to panel mount it in your application. Millennium Slim is in a compact profile, but it packs a lot of functionality. It's got four convertible inputs. Two of them are high-speed digital, which is ideal for encoders or tachometers, and two are PWM, or pulse width modulation. On the output side, the four outputs can either be relay or solid state. Solid state gives you the option of having PWM, which is ideal when you've got an application that's frequently turning on and off. It has Bluetooth wireless communication already integrated, so one Millennium Slim can easily communicate with another up to 20 meters away. This gives you the opportunity to control a number of different applications that interact with each other. The product is designed for use with Cruze's virtual display app. You see it demonstrated here on this smartphone. Cruze Virtual Display is a way to view or modify the program either on a smartphone or on your laptop or PC. You can also download the data log on your smartphone using Cruze's Virtual Display. All right. All right. Just get in. Yes. It's time. It's time for new new products. products. Here new, we go. New 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 new. All right. So since um we didn't get a chance to um. 
uh, do a little bit of a recap uh, because of the, you know, the show thing. So I'm just going to play a very short thing. Here's the, sh here's the things that were on last week, and then we're going to roll right in. So that's last week, and those are still available on adafruit.com slash new. Yes. So this week, new products. Uh, good news, bad news, everybody. Yeah. So we got these limited edition Arduinos, and uh, I have mine that I brought from home. Yes. Um, I, we had uh, only a few, and they're numbered individually. We didn't know which numbers we would get, and this thing is tiny. Um, the it's so cute. So this Very is the Uno Mini limited edition, and this is how small it is. So small. And uh, I'm going to show a couple quick photos of it. And uh, well, that's my what? Oh, that's that's, my that's the breakout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know what? It was so small. It I know. It looks, looks the same like, as gold and black. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that's good. Sorry. You're not going to accelerate. You get only the Uno Mini. Yeah. But you do get. So a that's the signed. packaging. And like they, you know, they went above and beyond. Um, uh, missing from the list of the uh, folks there is Gianluca because they had a split a long time ago. Um, but they added Fabio, the new. CEO of Arduino. I think that was smart. USB-C. USB-C. And then uh, I thought I'd do a little bit of a mini unboxing here. Okay. So this one's mine. This is in, and it's lucky number 13. You got to slide up there. Yeah. And uh, you can see, this is it. and this is going in my Arduino museum. Um, we have probably 100 boards in, of the past for Arduino. And um, nice one, weird ones. What are you looking for? Well, I'm just doing this nice glossy. Oh, yeah. okay. And then this is the... Uh, and this is the, uh, this is mine, because this is 13. So um, I just grabbed this one out, and uh, the, the, the news is we had them. Yeah. And I had to buy them as a regular person. And uh, so we sold these just at cost, because I wanted to get these to folks out there. And um, we have lots of emails out to Arduino. We would love to resell these. We, these sold instantly. Um, call me, Alberto. Um, We'd like to, I mean, it seems like folks like these, or it might just just been the, the collector folks, like uh, kind of like me. Yes. Uh, who's like, oh, I should collect this because I have one of every Arduino, and I have an Arduino museum here at Adafruit. I'm glad we have one of each. So, okay, next up. Okay, next up we've got, we actually found a bag of these. Uh, speaking of point half, um, point oh one, point, point 0.05 inch pitch connectors, because that's the connectors on the Uno Mini. Um, this is a two by five. 0.05 inch pitch, so it's half the pitch that you're used to with headers. Um, we actually got a bag of these to use with our um, SMT um, uh, PMS 50031, I think the I squared C um, plug-in air quality sensor. And we surface mount the, the connector on the reel, so we don't need these loose ones. But I figured like, Maybe somebody has some use from them, either to connect yeah. to air quality sensors or you have some other device. There, you know, sometimes these are called like JTAG connectors. Um, these are through hole, uh, as you can tell. But hey, hint, hint, you can turn them into surface mount by just bending the pins out. It's basically the same thing because they're nice flat pins. Okay. Uh, next up, Simon Monk has a new book, Programming the Pico. Learn yeah. coding and electronics with the Raspberry Pi Pico. Here's some inside pages. And uh, Simon Monk is an Lots author. Lots of Thani in there, MicroPython. Really like, yeah. And, we like him. And uh, that's why we're stocking this book, to support authors. And yes. um, the other thing is we have a parts pack that goes with that's it. That's right. It's a parts pack. And um, it's hard to tell from this image, but if you zoom in, 
The breadboard has actually special markings where the part number of the Pico, like the pin numbers for all the Pico pins are labeled on the breadboard, which is like so genius. Um, mm. I didn't think of it and um, it's so smart because then when you plug in the Pico, cause it doesn't have pin markings, um, maybe on the bottom it does, but it doesn't have, yeah, I think on the bottom it That's does, wild. but not on the top. And so when you plug it onto the breadboard uh, and you line up pin one with pin one on the breadboard, like you line up at the edge, um, all the pins will be labeled on um, the breadboard for making easy uh, soldering and projects. And you get like servos and LEDs and piezos and buttons and all that good stuff. So um, a smorgasbord of components. All right, if you look for the next product, you won't find it, but maybe it'll find you. This is referred to as the Buddha Box. It is a uh, little tiny thing that's been around for a while. Uh, there's a big hacking community. It has Buddhist chants and more. It's very peaceful. Um, I've plugged in high quality headphones to it. I've plugged in crummy headphones to it as a, uh, a very simple interface. You just uh, turn it on. And it just repeats. And it starts repeating over and over and over again. You can plug it in if you want and things. And then uh, Johnny, who is one of our lead shippers, uh, took it for a spin. So check it out and more. Um, so zen. Yeah. I think I may have uh, not put the one with the audio in it. But you know what? That made it even more peaceful. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Anyways, it's on our website. There's a YouTube video. Mm. Uh, you can check it out. Um, next up. Star of the show besides you, Lady Ada, and our entire team, our community, and our customers is... This is a new accelerometer, the MSA 311. Um, this is the upgrade to the MSA 301, which is just a low-cost, simple, triple-axis accelerometer. It's very small. Um, it's easy to use. It's got, like, tap detection, and, and you can measure tilt and motion with it. Um, it's a lovely, all-around good uh, triple-axis accelerometer, and the most important thing about the MSA 311 is it's available to purchase. That's right. It's actually in stock, and I could get some. So we made a breakout to it. The MSA 301 uh, has been discontinued. Um, the MSA 311 is like 99% identical for um, use cases, um, but the I2C address has changed from 026 to 062. So your code isn't going to be drop-in compatible. You will have to recompile. Um, to use a slightly uh, different um, library update just to change that I squared C address. But like the range and the resolution is, is otherwise um, the same. And it, we put on a STEM IQT connector board so you can plug and play it with our boards. And of course we have Arduino and uh, CircuitPython code for this chip. Just use our MSA 301 library. New, 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 new. All right, folks, so they hear the audio. That's oh, good. great. Okay, so... Um, the audio was from the inside. Yeah, so uh, we're going to do some uh, questions soon, but we're going to do a top secret. So uh, go over to Discord. I have one lined up, but uh, go over to Discord. Put your questions in. I'll 20, 30, 32,000 of us are hanging out. Maybe we'll answer a question. Let's uh, do top secret while, uh, while they're printing some questions. Okay, top secret this week. Okay, first up, uh, this is at uh, speed up. What is this speed up of? 
I don't remember. I have to watch it to. It was some breakup or. Yeah, I'll tell you which one. Sorry, I don't like. I make you, you know, do so much I electronics. So you don't even know what electronics you do anymore. What it was. was uh, it was this one. It was the. Oh, the AVXL, that's right, yes. So, you know, we're revising old accelerometers, speaking of the MSA 311. Um, so the AVXL 345 and the 343 are actually two different breakout boards that are both non-STEM QT compatible, and so we're going to merge the two into a QT compatible board. Um, the AVXL 345 is one of the oldest accelerometers we stock. It's like a very early product, um, but well-loved, well-trusted accelerometer. So yeah. this is me. Uh, putting together uh, two breakouts, one of the 343 yeah. and one of the 345. Watch how fast she is. And there's music. Okay, so the next top secret has a little bit of a story. Uh, and uh, first up, uh, Adafruit doesn't do NFTs. Uh, we don't have any ETH. We've never minted an NFT. We've never bought NFTs. Uh, we have had to have people remove our uh, content because they stole it and tried to make NFTs out of it. Um, when Lamore does things like events and stuff, we put in a clause that says you can't use her as NFTs because someone tried to do that. But despite all of that, because once we had an author on our site that briefly wrote about here's a brand that's doing some NFT things and it, we edited the post, still wasn't good enough, and then we had stalkers and harassers. Uh, someone put pictures of uh, not only me but our staff up. So anyways, we have a thing, adafruit.com slash NFTs, where we say we don't do NFTs. Still not good enough. That's okay. Um, so our little message on the site says uh, Adafruit does not endorse or do NFTs. There's nothing on Adafruit about NFTs. We don't have any ETH. Never purchased NFTs or ETH. We have never minted NFT zero. Adafruit has been asked many times to participate in NFTs. We've always said no. Yeah, that's the other thing. We've been asked to participate and do oh, NFTs so many every times. single day. Pretty much day. every day. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not even getting to the point of if we even like them or not. This is what we've done. This is our statement. Um, there's a lot of people that are being really shitty to each other online. And so what we decided to do is... Um, be really clear what we're about. So this is a shirt that'll uh, start in the Adafruit store. Um, it's from the share zone. Women's only sizes start, that's our policy. And the shirt says, I don't collect NFTs unless you're talking about nice fucking t-shirts. So Lady Ada, can you please, 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 please debut the shirt tonight? <laughs> Yeah, so it's a beautiful shirt with rainbows. It's a really nice shirt. Yeah, it's a really nice shirt. And it's got like a rainbow skeleton. Would you say it's a nice fucking shirt? It's a nice fucking shirt. So anyways, uh, and then we're going to have something special. So I'm going to go to the overhead. So um, we uh, contacted the Share Zone, and they sent us a bunch of stuff that I think we're going to include because we have to get these shirts kind of at cost. And so what we're going to do is have like a little thing. So this is legalized jaywalking. It's very important. The Share Zone. And then um, if you don't like things, 
Uh, just just walk, walk out. out. You can walk out of work, social thing, the movies, home, class, dentist, clothes shopping, cops if you're quick, friendships. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Real winners quit. Share zone. You can leave. So we're going to do this. It's never too late to quit something that sucks. <laughs> yeah, you've said that. I say that so, all the time. So despite all of this and all these statements, um, uh, we'll continue to get death threats <laughs> about NFTs that we don't do. So um, that's our top secret. We'll have that soon. So many skulls. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're still doing Not Forever Trinkies. But I like, know, I have But to, you know what? I don't think I people... I can't get chips. Do I don't think guys? people can uh, hate two things at once, so I want to keep them on target. Hate the fact that we don't do them, but you think we do? Because there's, like, dudes that say we do. Jason Scott, I'm looking at you. A lot of, trink a lot of Trinkies... Um, used the SAMD 21E18, and like I kind of yeah. used all of them. Like we had all these Trinkies and really popular, and we kind of blew through our stash. And like, we ordered a year's worth, but now it's a year later, and so we don't. Yeah. We we're waiting for another shipment. We're gonna do questions. Yeah. Okay, so we had some lined up. Thank you, everyone. Um, oh boy, these are good ones. Okay. Uh, first up, question for the Arduino Mini. Have you seen patch wire with 0.05-inch wide DuPont connectors anywhere? Can't no. use neighboring pins with, those, with the standard ones. I think you have to use uh, stripped solid core wire. Yeah. But that'll work, and then just plug it into your um, breadboard. Okay. Um, someone said, is the Arduino Mini open source? It yeah, is. it is, um, and we asked them about it. Um, the files actually. I'll, ha I'll were, have an I'll have an article about it later. Yeah, the files are available. They're in Altium, though. Yeah. So just watch out if you want to edit yeah. it. You'll have to somehow get out of Altium or like get okay. a trial version of Altium. Next up, what technology are you most excited for in the new year? Um, I'd really like to see. You know, like Risk Five is kind of this promise that I'd like to see happen, and I think um, I'm kind of excited to see what new RP2040 chips are going to come out of the Raspberry Pi Foundation. You know, they started with one chip, but mm. I think you know, obviously, if you do one chip, you're going to do more chips. So, what what's the next chip? I don't know. Be cool. Um, I'm gonna uh, go real high level. You say NFTs? <laughs> no, I'm gonna say that any technology that brings people together, because so far, as far as I could tell, a lot of technologies are dividing all of us up. Um, it's making people who should otherwise be friends enemies, um, people who should be allies, uh, lines are drawn, and uh, knives come out. And so I think more technologies that bring people together, generally speaking. Um, sorry, I don't think like what Facebook's up to is gonna, is gonna help. Yeah. Um, Next up, are you guys considering to fabricate PCBs in New York City? Nope. No, it's um, a very chemical process. It's best done by people who are doing it 24 hours a day. Okay, uh, this is a statement. I need to check my house humidifier, so I put a Feather RP2040 OLED Feather Wing and an AHT20 breakout together. Now I can check the relative humidity anywhere in the house. Thanks, Adaford. Thank you, Dexter. There you go. Question, are terminal stip strips on the PLC plug-in style? Um, I put it away, but I believe they are, yeah. They look like they have the, the sockets. They can be removed. Okay, do you any of have, uh, have a hard time when feeling like you are using a microcontroller that is more powerful than you need and end up with anxiety about what microcontroller you use in a project because you don't want to have one available if you need it? I think that's what you know, Kyle is looking for with Feather. So you, know, you pick the most powerful Feather you have, but then when you finish with the project, you can always see, will that code fit on a smaller board? And you just plug it in, and it's physically the same size. Yeah. Oh, this is a good question. So um, basically they're asking, uh, could we use non-plastic 
uh, tape on packaging? The answer is yes, eventually. And so we've tried every form of uh, packaging. Our team is taking classes right now on uh, companies that are growing uh, mushroom-based packaging. We're migrating all of our packaging over the next five years to solutions. Here's the problem. So when we experimented with those different types of uh, non, you know, tape gun stuff, the number of returns and uh, the number of times that it fell apart. So the earth is getting uh, wetter <laughs> and all of those usually use something that has water-based stuff. And so packages get wet, packages get moist, the tape falls off. And then, um, sorry, I hate to say it, but not y'all, y'all are fine. But occasionally um, there's jerks that say, you have to overnight it to me. I want it right away. It, uh, you uh, packed it wrong. You used this uh, garbage uh, tape that you, why don't you just use plastic tape? And uh, it's then a next day air package over and over and over again because of uh, entitled jerks. So that's one of the main reasons that we're just like, well, let's continue to do what's working, but let's migrate and have uh, really good solutions that will be durable and we're not gonna end up just having returns or uh, you know, stuff that falls out. Um, so next up, um, any recommendations for good in-stock starter kit for a friend who's been teaching themselves? I'm hoping to find a good non-electronic nerd kit, starter kit, a fellow 40-something transitioning to coding career on her own terms. Um, get, you know, we have Adabox starter packs in the shop. Um, so those are, those are kind of fun. Um, I think a circuit playground kit, we have a couple of those, circuit playground blue fruit kit. Um, would be a good one to, to pick up. Okay, next up. Uh, are Adabox subscriptions giftable? Yes. yes. Um, uh, 32,000 people in this Discord and still has a new Discord spell. Thank you, mods. That's right. Um, here's the thing. We have a code of conduct. We have mods. That whole thing, if there's a broken window, everything else starts to like melt down after that. It's true. Um, this is a safe place that everybody is welcome to. And, and when people are here, they have a good time. And if someone gets out of hand, we warn them, we work with them. Sometimes they have to ask them to leave. Um, people really like that we're NFT free. That's cool. Uh, question for the show. It looks like the version of Wi-Fi 7 is going to have a separate uh, sub gigahertz frequency for IoT devices called Halo for increased range. Do you see the new Wi-Fi sub gigahertz devices causing conflict with LoRa RM64 devices? Is the ISM band going to be super crowded, Adafruit? I don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, the thing about LoRa and RFM is they don't transmit continuously. Um, so I yeah. think it'll be okay, but I, you know, I haven't checked out this new, um, you know, uh, version, and it's going to be a couple of years at least until it makes it into microcontrollers. Okay. On barometric pressure sensors, I want to set altitude rather than sea level pressure. How can I set a fixed altitude and still record accurate pressure? Um, well, you can look at the, the, the calculation that we use to calculate altitude and just back um, calculate it to determine what you would enter in um, if you wanted to do, um, the, you know, the pressure at a certain altitude. But usually, weather reports give you altitude at sea level. That's why we. That's why you would use that as your base um, calculation. Yeah. So it's the easiest thing to find out. Um, the other, the other thing, you know, it's funny is uh, I get to the point where um, once people start, you know harassing our team and saying things that aren't true. It's like, well, why don't I just put up a web page so if like someone Googles for something, they'll be able to tell what we do and don't do. So I have this page. Uh, so we don't do Uline packaging, back to the packaging thing. 
Adafruit.com slash Uline. Adafruit is not Uline packaging. We've tried very hard to avoid Uline packaging. If by chance there's Uline packaging left over a previous stock or we need to get a small amount during the pandemic since all our suppliers went out of business, we've made sure there's none. Um, please use it, visit our multiple Utah, Uline alternative pages and resources we've published for over seven years. Also check out the refuse Uline thing. So the main reason they're overpriced, it wasn't that great. They kept showing up. They send us 40 catalogs at a time. And uh, I mean, there's other reasons too. But we published the first uh, resource page. Um, there's Holland. They're, they're involved with Holland Oats. It's a long story. Uh, nothing against Holland Oats. Holland Oats is not bad. Yeah. No, we've been good. doing this for over seven years. So this isn't new. And so like once in a while, someone will be like, you guys, I heard you use the Uline. And there's like, we don't. Stop saying that. You're insane. Please get off Twitter. Um, so next up, let's uh, see what else is going on. Uh, uh, heard of ESP now? I have not used ESP now. Okay. And then uh, folks are suggesting the circuit playground bluefruit. It's a good suggestion. And I think, I think, I think, I think that is it. I think we got to all of it. Okay, great. All right. I think that's everything. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. That was a good volley of questions. Good work, Lydia. Yay. Make my t-shirt? Yeah, we're gonna have to hide you. Um, so we're gonna do a photo shoot with this. We're probably gonna go in like front of, uh, there's NFT museums all over New York and like NFT advertisements everywhere. So I think we'll do that. And we'll take a photo of Lady Ada, we'll put it on the there page. There was the NFT NYC and it was like everywhere. That's yeah, we'll see right. how this works out. This is the latest attempt for me to just be like. This is funny. Yeah. No effing talking about NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Nice and funny time. Yeah, nice, 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 nice effing time we're having here. Yeah. Okay, so that's our show for tonight. This has been, uh, oh, I should probably just, you know, this is the code. Code. Covering Grove. Good. And thank you, New York City Gov, for uh, recognizing the Adafruit team and all the things that happened. Um, you know, we've been working really hard. As you can tell, we get exhausted and loopy around this time because we work all day and all night and all day and all night and night all day. But it's only work if you'd rather be doing something else. And uh, I don't want to do anything else. No. We'll see everybody next week. This is a native fruit production. We'll be back Wednesday at night unless, uh, I don't know, another mayor wants to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, there is a new one. Yeah, here is your moment of Zener. Bye, everybody. Good night, everybody.